0: Hi, this is Dan Fogler, and you're listening to Five Questions with Dan Shawbell.
1: You're listening to the Five Questions podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Shawbell. In fewer than 10 minutes, my goal is to extract the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is actor, comedian, and author Dan Fogler. Dan has starred in movies such as Balls of Fury and the Fantastic Beasts series of movies. More recently, he stars in The Offer and his Moon Lake anthology for heavy metal is being adapted into an animated TV series. We talk about his acting career and influences during this episode. Dan, welcome to Five Questions. Thank you. How did your dad help you while you were coming up as an actor?
0: He wanted to be an actor. He went to like the original fame school in New York, School for Performing Arts. He went to the original, original. And sophomore year, he had done a play and his parents, my grandparents came to see him. And he was like, so what do you think? And they were like, well, maybe you should be a doctor. And because you listened to your parents back then, you know, they wanted him to have a job that had some security. He went and became a doctor. Because he became a doctor, I was born into the best case scenario because he had the income to help me as long as I possibly could, you know, as a starving actor. And he supported me and he was, you know, he was he was living vicariously. So I, I was the best case scenario.
1: Yeah. You're like carrying out his dream potentially, right?
0: Yeah. very proud of me. He's a very proud papa.
1: What did you learn from your first few meetings with agents that helped you improve your craft?
0: Each one of them was their own little disaster. I should make a movie of all the meetings I had when I first got out of college. It taught me a lot about the business. One of my first meetings... Because I went to a conservatory school and they came to see us in a showcase. So I got a couple of bites. So I went to go see one of these possible agents and I basically gave them my resume. I'm in the middle of one of these conversations with a guy for like the first time and he stops talking and he's got a headset on. He just starts acting like he's like, oh, hold on, I have a call. And he just starts acting like he has a call. He turns away from me and I'm just like, what the hell is going on here? And he turns his computer. So I can see, you know, what's scrolling across the bottom there. And it says, uh, if you're reading this right now, this meeting isn't going very well. He didn't even have the balls to just be like, yeah, thank you. Please, now goodbye. He just made me read his scrolling screen. I was just like, I backed out of that room backwards. I learned that this business can be devastating. And the rejection can be even more devastating. And, and there's you know not a lot of respect and you have to really be in this because you love it. So and you can't take things
1: personally <laughs> yeah. because if you do, as hard as it is, because they're like, we don't like your hair or your look or you're too short or tall or whatever it might be. It's not just about the craft, but it's also about the look. And it's hard not to take you know appearance seriously and personally. And what impact did The Godfather have in your career? And what did you learn about the movie business while filming the series, The Offer? about its creation.
0: It's a miracle that any movie gets made. Like I, yeah. I made some movies. They were little small budget movies that were so hard to make. And the legend of what the offer is about how The Godfather was made. It's just like every day was a, a war to be fought <laughs> for this movie. A battle every day was a, just a you know an uphill battle. So it's like the greatest movie that almost never got made every day. But that movie is like so special. I mean, when I first learned when I was in high school and I was like, this I, I think I'm going to be an actor. This is what I want to do. Like I went to the store. And I got all these just a stack of movies to watch. And like I, I went to all of the basics. I think I literally put Godfather in first. I loved it. I, I loved the ensemble. And I did that with all the different everybody, Pacino, and watched the second movie, did that with De Niro. And yeah, that was my first classroom basically.
1: That in movies influenced so many people. So you can kind of understand oh, the rest of the movie business just from that movie alone. Now a word from our sponsor. Having trouble hiring, retaining, and developing your workforce? iSolved is here to help. iSolved People Cloud is a comprehensive human capital management solution that helps you employ, enable, and empower your workforce throughout the entire employment lifecycle. From attracting and recruiting, to onboarding and compliance, from payroll and benefits to time and labor management, and from talent management to predictive people analytics. Transform your employee experience for a better today and A Better Tomorrow with iSolved. For more information, go to iSolvedHCM.com. And what's the process <laughs> of turning your graphic novels into movie adaptations, and how involved are you in those
0: projects? Very involved. Yeah, each one of them is written to be uh, eventually uh, a TV show or a movie. Or I have three titles with Heavy Metal Magazine. Moon Lake, uh, which is like heavy metal, the movie, homage Tales from the Crypt style of a story and we're animating that now so that is like a huge dream come true we're gonna have an animated show and then wrote the script for Brooklyn Gladiator which is like my dystopian sci-fi story hopefully we'll make that into some live action or who knows you know maybe animated I, I I gotta see what happens I'm I'm pretty malleable with how things turn out yeah that's always the end goal is um to make all this stuff Franchisable.
1: Well, it's smart because you've analyzed the movie market and that's what they're looking for. And if you're going to put so much effort into writing this, then you need to at least have some sense of how you're going to leverage it to create what you want.
0: It's really good thing to own the IP, to own the property, to have it published. They're looking for that. So it's really good to get a comic book out there so that it's a tangible product.
1: Yeah. And I think people like comic books a lot more now. I feel like, just in general, the comic hobby and just you know, all the kind of collectible hobbies have really taken off over the past few years because of nostalgia, young people coming of age. Like I've gotten more into Ninja Turtles again. And I had like all oh. those action figures growing up and all the different comics from Marvel. And so I feel like there's a real hunger and thirst for that type of content and in all different forms too. I mean, podcasts, movies, yeah. comic books. So I, I've definitely seen the rise in interest in all of that. And because you're an actor too, you also give that type of credibility. So I think that that has probably paid off really well for you.
0: That was my first thing too, man. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's, that was like my, my gateway into comic books.
1: That's awesome. And what's your best piece of career
0: advice? This works for any kind of situation where you have to go in and give some kind of audition or you have to give, you know, a job interview or something. You're going to get rejected. This is something that may he rest in peace, Philip Seymour Hoffman said on the Actors Studio. He said that you got to treat every audition like it's a performance. So you you have some kind of fulfillment as an actor. You know, you're going to get rejected. You're going to get rejected so much. My thing is, okay, you can get rejected. And I like to say, you know, you're going to take a lot of hits. You're going to get a lot of rejection. And then you have to, become an alchemist. You have to use keto and reverse that energy of rejection and come tangoing back. You have to feed off of that because that's what you're going to get. You're going to get a lot of people who are going to just not get you and the odds are against you. So you have to tango with the rejection. You have to treat every audition like it's a performance because that way you you feel fulfilled. You feel like, okay, I gave it my all and now I can walk away from this and not sit there waiting for the phone to ring and mm-hmm. you can move on to the next thing. Same thing for a job interview. You, you go in there and I think that's really kind of helps you relax where you're just like, yeah, the odds are I, I may not get this, but I, I'm just going to be myself and I'm just going to have a good time, and, you know, leave the best impression I can. That's it. Thank you so much for
1: sharing your wisdom, Dan. To follow his journey, you can read his Moon Lake anthology and find him on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter where he shares his appearances, announcements, and behind-the-scenes movie moments. To watch the full extended video version of this episode, go to youtube.com slash danshawbell and please remember to rate and review the 5 Questions podcast on iTunes.